And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Can get enough of you. 
touch you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I feel you and all of your glory. I can get enough of you. I want to touch you. God is so important. It is the most important thing. And that is why if you're not part of a cell group, you need to be part of a cell group because what we are taught here on Sunday, we get it reinforced during the week. So if you want to know the closest cell group to where you live, please go to the information desk after the church service and they will let you know. So now we have come to the most important part of the service, which is the Word of God. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15, it says that God says, I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Pastor Chris was teaching us during this weekend how he is a teacher. He teaches us and he loves teaching teachable people. Are we teachable people? Are our hearts wide open this morning to receive the word of God? If you are ready, please stand to your feet and please help me welcome my father in the Lord, God's servant, Pastor Christ. Jehovah Shema, I see you everywhere. Blessed Redeemer, your glory fills the earth, everlasting Father, the one who watches me, I put my confidence in Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Shammah, I see you everywhere, blessed Redeemer, your glory Give glory to God. Amen. 
Now in your Bibles, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, we will read a very important and popular scripture to those who's been in the church for many years. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another as so much the more you see the day approaching. Can we just have one more version, please? NLT of the same scripture. And let us not neglect our meeting together. As some people do. But encourage one another. Especially now that the day of his return is coming closer. Amen. He's drawing near. Let's pray. Father, we pray that this word we will share will change our thinking. And our thinking will then change our behavior, our actions. And then we'll be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Come Holy Spirit and be with us today. Guide us and lead us into your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Our strength is very different when we are together. There is nothing we cannot do when we work together. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 3, it talks about the unity of the Spirit. Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Amen. Verse 2. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Beautiful. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit. Binding yourself together with peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must make effort, constant, persistent effort to stay united together. Amen. God knows that there is power when we assemble and when we stay together. I'm speaking and Specifically preaching to you that attend church and stay absent and attend church and stay absent. So please take note because this teaching, by God's grace, if it can enter you, it will change your mind. When your mind is changed, then your actions change and your behavior change. Hmm? Satan saw the effect when God took away the unity from the men of the Tower of Babel. They were united. And then the Lord saw their unitedness and said, if they stay united, then nothing will be impossible for them. Are you listening? 
But because they had a wrong intention with the unitedness, they wanted to build a tower to heaven to be equal with God. So what God just did, He, he caused division among them. <laughs> what, what He did was He caused confusion. Yes. And they couldn't speak the same language. Different languages. And they never understood themselves. And so they couldn't do great things. If you can't communicate, you can't do great things together. If there's a lack of communication, you can't be powerful. Amen. And there was then after that a profound weakness in men. But Jesus Christ came to bring us together again. Hallelujah. Even though we see the differences in people because of that curse in Genesis. Let me read it to you. Genesis 11 verse 5. But up to verse 8. The Lord came down to look at the city and the tower and the people were building. Look, he said, the people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. Are you all following? I'm explaining to you first how gathering and united gives you strength. Huh? Come, let's go down and confuse the people with different languages. Then they won't be able to understand each other. Verse 8. In that way, the Lord scattered them all over the world and they stopped building the city. Satan saw this. And he remembered this. He remembered that when, when people are scattered, they can't do great things. Are you with me? And today you see some people are rich, some people are poor. There's, not, there's no unity, there's no equality in the world today. And many problems and many wars can be solved if you just talk to one another. Isn't it so? That's why in relationships, if communication is gone, it's very difficult. When a husband and wife argue and the one has got still staper, then it doesn't help the argument. The argument goes for weeks. But if there's talking and there's understanding, then it can be solved quicker. Amen. And human race has been deficient for all these years because of this one problem, the separation of man. But Jesus comes and he says, let me bring them together under my banner. Hallelujah. And he's assembling us together and blessing us with the blessings of the assembly. Everybody say assembly. My message today is about the assembly. Amen. There are many blessings that come upon us through the assembling of ourselves together. I want to repeat that so that you can understand it clearly. And I want you to see the object of Satan's attack. There are many blessings that come upon us through the assembling of ourselves together. 
we must see that Satan's ultimate aim is to prevent us from coming together. Amen. Satan likes it when Christians are not strong in their resolve. It just makes it rain a little bit or just he laughs when the clouds bring rain. He says, ah, it's a love. You're not by my car. All the things that can smell as it rain. The more we assemble together, the better for us. The longer we assemble, even the better. Have you noticed that there is a lot of criticism when we stay in church for a long time? But there is no criticism for how many hours we stay at parties and watch movies and a series of movies. What good does people get from long parties and long movies? And so the world which is led by the God of this world discourages the assembly of the saints. But encourages frivolous, vexatious, and immoral activity. Amen. Your mother who complains about you coming to church, your father, your grandfather, your aunties, your uncles, your friends, they are all part of the world system that wants to prevent the assembling of the saints. They fall under the auspices, the care of the God of this world, who is Satan. When Satan saw what happened at Babel, that when man cannot be together, they are weak. He took that strategy to prevent the assembling of the saints. Amen? Now, let me help you and let me teach you why the devil is so much against the assembly, the assembly. Why is he against the assembly? 1 Thessalonians 2.18 I'm a teaching priest. What am I? I'm a teaching priest. I'm a feeder. I'm feeding you now. You must chew. Chew the grass you are eating. Listen to this beautiful scripture. 1 Thessalonians 2.18 Wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once again, but Satan hindered us. We wanted very much to come to you, and I, Paul, tried again and again, but Satan prevented us. <laughs> Who prevented us? Satan. And the first reason I want you to take down why the devil hates us gathering and does not like assembling, because it causes the presence of God to be there. The presence of God is there. I don't know if you know, one of the names of God is Jehovah Shammah. That means God is there. Hallelujah. Where is God? Where the people gather together. There I will be in the midst of them. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I will be in the midst of them. Huh? God is here, God is there, God is everywhere. But God is in a greater measure. Hallelujah. 
when we gather together. That's why I said I wanted you to learn that song. As we gather, may your spirit dwell. You see, there is something powerful, spiritual in the gathering. So forget about this nonsense. Everybody say nonsense. nonsense. As we gather, the presence is there. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. We, Lord, God dwells among the praises of His people, of His people. Of his, why Satan hates you to assemble because you're going to meet God there. Just stay at home. Can't you see it's raining? You know, you had a cough last week. <laughs> you had a cough last week when it rains. And you must go to work, remember? Stay at home. Don't you know you're tired? Just move your back field. That pain is still there. He saw from Babel, the tower. When God separated the people, said they, they were weak. They couldn't complete the assignment. Then he knows, keep them separated. They can't do anything great. But when he sees them gather, that's why it's the mega church. That's why it's against church growth. That's why I told you the hardest thing is to grow the church. Because when you grow the church, you're fighting a warfare. And that warfare you are fighting is attacking the gates of hell. That's why it's so hard to get you to come here. One week you're here, next week I say, but it's tankerage stripper, tankerage flu, tankerage vat pokies, tankerage mampokies and mokies. Say so, buy a verskwinnings. You don't understand the demons and the devils behind the simple decision that you made. I'm not coming to church today. Satan doesn't want you to come. Today, because you've come, you've defeated him at least one Sunday. He's very angry with you now. One Sunday you've come. Glory to God. The presence is there. Oh, the presence. You know what is the presence? The presence of a person you can feel. If your father is in the house, you even if you can't see him, you know he's in the room next door. There's something about his presence that says, I'm not afraid. I heard noises outside, but I know my father is in the room next door. His presence is there. His aura. And his vo I heard his voice. I heard him speak to my mother. The voice tells you the presence is there. The aura tells you the presence is there. And hey, here's the chocolate he brought from work. The gifts. I remind you that His presence is there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So number one, Satan hates the assembling because the presence of God is there in the assembly. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 5, 4. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
when ye are gathered together and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So now he says, Paul is saying to them, uh, to gather and experience the power of God's presence so that powerful spiritual happenings can take place. He says, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ will be there. Hey, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh. They were talking about discipline in the church, but they said, don't just do it in a room. When you come together, then the power of God is there. Hallelujah. And the power of God doesn't appear everywhere according to the scripture. He asked them to gather to experience the power of his presence. And the declarations of power could only be made when the gathering of the people took place. That's why this whole notion of pastor can pray for me in the car park, pastor can pray for me in the shopping mall, it's not the same. There's, just, there's, just some, there's something about the presence of God. Healings take place in His presence. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, there is peace. There is power. There is joy. Hallelujah. The power is present. Hallelujah. And sometimes the manifestation of the anointing. It won't just fall outside. When I get you in the street, you say, why do people fall when we are just gathering? It's, 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 the, it's the power is there because the presence is there. Hallelujah. There's the manifestation of the anointing in the gathering of the assembly. That's why we're putting in a big blue carpet. We've ordered it now. It's coming soon. I don't know who's the first one that's going to experience the manifestation. The blue carpet was to help with the manifestation. It's not just about the deco. It's the So when you fall under the power, you fall nice and soft. I saw when we had the dust in the beginning, when we had the sand, people didn't want to, they, the power came on them, but they resisted the power. <laughs> I know the Bible says resist the devil, but I, I saw people resisting the Holy Spirit. So to help you, I decided to put a nice blue carpet here. Yes. Look, look at Acts 4.31. When they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. Where they were what? Assembled together. The place was shaken. Manifestations takes place when we gather. You see, while I'm even preaching, you see a sister starts shaking. It's the presence and the manifestation of the assembly. God is touching you. Now when people are slain under the power and they lie under the power, 
It's something we can't see, but God is working on that person. God is working. God is changing you for the better. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. Shaking took place when they were assembled. Glory to God. You won't see the shaking and trembling and shivering when you are alone. That's why you wonder, I say, can I lean but and I fall can you No. It's something that is reserved for the assembly. The assembly. It's got nothing to do with ashes and catches. I was watching Bishop Dag uh, recently and I see he's got a new thing. He said when people are falling under the power, he calls those forward who, who, who's not sure what this is. He said, come stand there, then you come see. In case you think the people are acting, you know, in case the people are pretending, stand and you can see it's real. Hallelujah. So ladies and gentlemen, the first key for you to understand is we must gather because the presence of God comes to, comes to us in the gathering of the assembly. God sit in woordigheid is hier. Daar wat twee of drie in sy naam vergader. Jehovah Shammah. God is here. Number two. What happens when we assemble? The deceptions of the devil are exposed and crowded out in the assembly. The deceptions of the devil is exposed and it's crowded out in the assembly. But if you are alone, the devil can deceive you. Revelation 12 verse 9 says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. And he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. This is what John saw. Hallelujah. The presence of other like-minded people who have escaped the deceptions of the devil is one of the blessings in the assembly. The presence of other people that were almost deceived by the devil or were deceived by the devil are also sitting in the assembly. So they can tell you, young man, don't do what I did. Ek het gedink, ek kry lekker, en kyk nou my nek in die klinikse kouwe lijn staan. I was deceived by the devil. I thought my life was gonna be nice. See, so in the assembly now, the deceptions of the devil is starting, it's not working. When you're alone, you see, you also think like that sister thought, but that sister can help you because you are part, you are with her in the united assembly. See, my sinie man, Dat jong wil net met jou slaap. Los om, ek ken om. Ek het ook soe boy vir hem gehad. Die duivel gaat jou liewe vernietig, my sê. Gaat niks van jou kom, my. 
want het met my gebeur. We asked one of our young girls that made uh, some mistakes and have, as children because she didn't listen to my teachings of no boyfriend at school. We have, a, we have a policy here, no boyfriend and girlfriend at school in this church. Yeah. We can't force you. Do not hear them. I'm just telling you. Play with fire. She got brand, she got heal. Then you want to abort the children. But the kids do it, make as you're pregnant. Rak moeite doen nie. Man, you're the least of a pastor. And yes, parents who sit here, they hear what I'm preaching. They still allow this rubbish in their homes. In other words, there's no unity here because you decide. Ah, what pastor saying is for other families. My kind is good, man. They got no idea penty after eki. Sorry, let me cut Jesus' examen. Ik is moe van jullie rabbies. Mijn kind zal het niet doen, niet mijn kind. We've given you this. We have highlighted the deception of Satan here in the assembly. We have showed this deception. It's a lie. It's lying to you. But you don't want to listen. You see? Satan hates you to come here. He wants you to be alone. There with that boyfriend can talk into your ear. Ach man, ek gaat nie, ek gaat my net so fat, bitsie. Because in the assembly, the pastor is saying to you, be careful, be careful. But you're not here. You're there by another voice saying to you, Ach man, amal doen het toch maar. Ons gaan mos trouw man. Ons gaan toch trouw, wat gaan ons dat doen? Kom ons doen dat so maar nou. There's nothing that destroys Christian families like illicit sex and sex before the time. It's called fornication, adultery. It destroys families. And I'll talk about it and I must talk about it more. Because once it happens, it's so ugly, it's so, it's so, it's so difficult. Yes, God forgives and God, but you must come back to the assembly. But I'm talking about uh, showing the devil's deceptions. Are you with me? Like almost like he can't really deceive you well. Because there are others that has been deceived, but they are warning you. Say, brother, I have made a mistake. I brother. You see, we must talk to the brothers. The brothers are hot. The brothers are hot and forceful. <laughs> it's nature. It's human nature. We need to, we need to tell them, brothers, this is what's going to happen to you. We are deceiving Satan now. We are fighting the deception of Satan. You're going to have these feelings. But brother, you have to wait. You must wait, brother. Throw cold water on you.
Listen. Sit down for a minute. Sit down for a minute. The devil's main, the devil's main work in the world is to deceive. Deceive is, he lies to you, man, but you don't know it's a lie. It's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's a higher form of a lie. Please listen to me. Please listen to me. I beg you with tears in my navy blue eyes. The devil wants to lie to you. He wants to deceive you. And the more you stay away from here, the more his deception is going to work. I spoke to Cyril yesterday. He went to a funeral. And then he spoke about how he saw all the old friends that was with him. And so I asked him, how many of them have made it into become spiritual, uh, strong people? You won't believe the, the crowds that the devil has deceived. You won't believe. It's like if you take him now, then you could say, after, his, after he left that crowd, this is where the Lord has brought him and we built a church, we've extended, we've won souls, we're doing outreaches. That is spiritual growth. You see? But if you ask all of them, because at that time they were also hot together on fire for God. You people don't know the extent of the deception of Satan. Even to tell you maybe, stay away, this is a bad church. These are all deceptions. Because at the end of the day, if you're not going higher and closer to Jesus and you don't love him more, you don't, you know, you don't need his presence more, then you've must been lied to. You've must been lied to. Because if you stayed here, you would have been closer. But some demon told you, no, this is a bad place. And then you, you believe the lie. Deception is one of the greatest works of the devil today. To be deceived is to be sent on a journey of destruction. I think that's beautiful. To be deceived is to be sent on a journey of destruction. Now say, hello for me. Take for me, take 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 if you grow in the Lord, you will serve Him. Your children will serve Him. Your grandchildren will serve Him. Am I not talking about serving Him by knowing Him? You go to church, man. Okay, if the church is bad, all churches can't be bad. Isn't there something wrong with you, maybe? Huh? You're so deceived. You think everybody's false. You alone are right. <laughs> Isn't there something wrong with you? You're not just deceived, you've, you've gone mad. You've gone completely mad. <laughs> and the devil's deception is strong. Keep them away. Let, let me go. Oh, yeah. Jesus. 
The question is, do you want to be on a journey of destruction? I'd rather stand still and preach than I will go quick. Do you want to be on a journey of destruction? I'll ask your neighbor next to you, do you want to be on a journey of destruction? Okay, listen, listen, listen to me. Can you imagine what the world is going to say when they found out that Satan has blinded their eyes to the true God and led them calmly into your fire? Can you imagine what the world will say one day when they see fire? Satan lied to me. He told me to not together with the children of God. I thought I can be alone. Yeah. The world is going to say, they are going to curse Satan for all eternity for deceiving them so wildly. Yes. But in the assembly of the saints, glory to God, there is a reassurance that you are not being deceived. Amen. You're not being deceived here. You're not being deceived. You will see other like-minded people who believe the same things like you do. Glory to God. And you become reassured that the world is deceived and that you are not deceived through your beliefs in God. Listen to what Proverbs 27 verse 11 says in the NIV. It says, iron will sharpen iron. Proverbs, uh, sorry, did I give you the wrong verse? Yeah, 27, 11. Find it, iron sharpens iron. I maybe gave you the wrong scripture. Amen. When you meet other like-minded people, hallelujah, glory to God. Okay, number, what is it? Number three, 17, 27, 17. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Iron sharpens, two stones sharpen each other. You are gathering to sharpen one another. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Number three. The voice of the devil is silenced and it is lowered in the assembly. Deception, I said, is exposed. Number three, the voice of the devil is silenced. 1 Corinthians 14.10 There are, it may be so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without significance. Amen? Or that Bible says there, signification but it's significance. Amen. There are many voices in the world. Each voice you hear has an effect on you. Say amen. That is why you must actually block certain voices and not even hear what they have to say or to offer. Jesus said in Luke 8:18, take heed to what you hear. This is because each voice does have an effect on you. Say amen. amen. Satan's voice is silenced in the assembly. Yes, hallelujah. Mm. You know, when people are going through uh, crises, some of the things, that the mistakes they do, 
they, they write me a, a letter and say, Pastor, for this reason and that reason, I won't be coming to church anymore. And please, uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's very personal and very private. You see, then after many years, I see that the child has also gone into destruction. Why? Because she, prevent, she, she didn't give the, me the opportunity to be a voice in her ear in the time of a crisis. Are you with me? So she cut off the voice that was supposed to help and influence her. So if my voice is cut off, there's nothing I can do. So as soon as you cut off the voice that God can use to help you, you're now open to the voices that He's speaking to you. Pastor, I've got this difficulty, but I rather don't want to talk about it because now uh, it's very personal to me. Pastor, my husband and my wife and I have trouble, but let's let us, we'll, we'll, we'll try and sort it out ourselves. Where I could have just given you one word from the Lord. Uh, we're going we're gonna to first sort out our issues, then when we're ready, we're coming back to church. But while you're there, you never hear the voice. You're only hearing the voice of Satan. So Satan doesn't want you to come to the assembly because his voice is drowned here. His voice is not heard here. When the Bible is preached, the Word of God is filtered into you. Then the Word of God is heard here. But as soon as you remove yourself from the assembly, there the devil can speak to you. Those who are mad. The voice of God is coming to you. Amen. Number four. The tricks of the devil are exposed in the assembly. I'm preaching why Satan hates the assembly. Because the tricks, his tricks, Satan has tricks. It's exposed in the assembly. Ephesians 6 verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the tricks of the devil. Put it in NLT. I think the word tricks is used there. Strategies. Strategies. Strategies is exposed. And his main strategy, again, is deception. Amen. And once again, when another person in the church tells you about what they went through, you can say, okay, this is just a trick of the devil. I'm going to survive. Hallelujah. Number five, the devil is rebuked directly in the assembly. The devil is rebuked directly in the assembly. In Mark chapter 1 verse 21, Jesus was speaking. Mark 121, the Bible says he went there. Mark 121, quickly let us see that. Everybody on the board, I'm almost finished, okay? Jesus and his companions went to the town and the Sabbath day he came, he went to the synagogue, he began to teach. He was teaching. The people were amazed at his teaching for he taught with real authority, quite unlike other teachers of the law. I always teach unlike other pastors, okay? So, so if you go to another church, you say, my pastor was some rough because I'm like Jesus. I teach unlike other teachers of the law. Ah, 
Suddenly, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit began shouting, Why, why are you interfering with us, Jesus? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. But listen to verse 25. He says, Jesus cut him short. Now put that in the King James, please. King James, verse 25. And Jesus rebuked him saying, Hold your peace and come out of him. Why does the devil hate the assembly? Because he's rebuked in the assembly. Hallelujah. He's dealt with directly in the assembly. He couldn't, he couldn't take the anti-satanic teachings of loyalty and disloyalty, of faithfulness, of honoring fathers and sons. He couldn't handle it. And he's been dealt with directly. Do you want to be free from evil spirits? Then come closer and deeper into fellowship with God. The church doesn't need to have special deliverance service always. Just by hearing the word of God, you are being set free. A certain couple asked me when I'm going to counsel them. I said, just come to church. Sit in the church and while I'm preaching, you are being set free. You don't need me to personally sit with you for hours. Amen. Because the word of God, as I'm even preaching now, is dealing with devils and demons. Just now when I was making examples of sex, you know how many people I was talking to here? You don't even know. You, maybe you laughed about it, but I'm, I'm talking directly to many young girls and boys. I'm, I'm, taking, the, I'm taking the voice of the devil in their, in their mind. I'm walking here with an invisible sword. And as I'm preaching, I'm cutting the ties of Satan off here. Yes, rebuking the devil. That is why churches that preach and teach the word, they can grow larger. They can grow larger if they don't even if they don't pray for deliverance. Hmm? Number six, the works of the devil are destroyed in the assembly. The works of the devil. 1 John 3 verse 8 says, For he that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning, for he is, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Satan scatters people into the wilderness, but Jesus gathers them into the assembly. Hallelujah. All my shepherds and cell leaders, listen to this. Every time you gather people, you are destroying the work of the devil. Anybody who arranged for people to come here this morning, good on you. You were destroying the works of Satan. Because Satan doesn't want your people to come here. He wants them to be scattered. But when you are gathering them, you are destroying the works of Satan. Oh, yes. I said to my wife this morning, if you were a cell leader and you don't have a car and your people don't have a car, what strategy would you use to bring them to church while it is raining? She said, why are you asking? I said, no, because we have cars, so those, that thought don't really cross our minds. We get into our cars, we dress warm, and we can come to church. But now I'm thinking of the, 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 the shepherd that he shouldn't be a shabby shepherd. He knows it's raining. He knows his people don't have transport. He knows his people don't have cars. He knows what, what, what can he do? If he's not a shabby shepherd, 
he will start to think and make a way for his people to be here. Amen. Shabby shepherding must go. It must go. Because when you gather people, but you are giving Satan a knockout. Yay! But if you come alone, say, ah, oh, pastor, you know, it was raining, my people couldn't come. Satan laughs. Because his work is to what? To scatter. Your work is to gather. And every time you gather, Satan is defeated. The devil is defeated. Because you gather. You gathered people. Hallelujah. The devil's aim is to isolate you and to take you away from God. Our aim as shepherds is to gather you, to bring you closer to God in the assembly. Hallelujah. Jesus is called the good shepherd. And he always wanted to gather the sheep who were scattered far and wide. Yes. Look at Matthew 9.36. I'm coming to the, to the end. When he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion because they fainted. They were like sheep that had no shepherd. They were scattered. Listen carefully. I know you can't focus longer. Listen, I'm ending. When he saw the multitude, why was he moved? Because they were scattered. They weren't together. Then he said, they like sheep with no shepherd. Why? The shepherd gathers. The enemy scatters. Every time you're not here on a Sunday, be it known to you, the enemy has succeeded to scatter you. Every time you are at home on a Sunday, remember the teaching today. You have been isolated as a tactic of Satan because you will not hear the word of God. Jesus is the good shepherd. And then you know what he said in verse 38? He said, pray. Verse 37 quickly. Verse 37 quickly. Then he said unto the disciples, the harvest is plenteous, but the gatherers are few. Those to gather the people are few. Look at verse 39, 38, 38. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send gatherers. <laughs> gatherers to bring them into the assembly. Because Satan's voice is drowned in the assembly. Satan's tricks is exposed. Satan's deception is exposed. But there are not enough gatherers. You come to church alone. You've not gathered anyone. By gathering, you beat Satan every time. You defeat him every time. And he hates the gathering. That's why church building, now you can understand. Why can't the pastors build churches? Why is it so hard to get people to come? Satan is at work. It's the end time, people. The coming of Jesus is closer than what it was 2,000 years ago. And Satan doesn't want us to gather. Ah, because the presence of God will be here with us. Deceptions cannot work nice here. The devil is human rebuked here. Yeah. 
When I was talking wildly, I was even rebuking Satan in your life. give you the last one. There's more, but I will just give you the last one. I'll ask Pastor Charlie to continue next week. This is a big one. Seven. Do you know that movie, The Magnificent Seven? It's a western. You don't know. But I'll tell you again about it. But just remember seven. Seven. The seventh reason why the devil hates the assembly. Because he has no meat to eat. When the people are assembled. He has no meat to eat. When the people are assembled. I'm going to give you a scripture now. To show you how the devil eats you up when you are scattered away. Okay? Listen to this scripture. It's too powerful. And it's too nice. Ezekiel chapter 34 verse 5. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd. Are you all listening? The people were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. How many of you know a depiction of demons is, 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 is beasts, dragons, devils, serpents, werewolves? And when they were scattered, the beast came for them. The beast came for them. Now, Satan hates the assembly because when you assemble, there's no meat for him to eat. Satan likes to chew you. Mm. Mm. I think the first thing he chews is your brain. So you can't even understand some things that's been, that I'm trying to tell you. You, you, you somehow think, uh, what is pastor trying? What is... And even if you hear the word, your, your brain has been chewed. He wants to chew people up and consume them in his wickedness. If you ever fall into the hands of Satan, he will eat you up. Your protection from this wicked beast who seeks to have you for breakfast is to be part of the assembly. So listen, brother, listen, sister. Even though you did bad things in the week, never stay away from the assembly. The assembly is not for good people only. No, 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 no. Jesus said, I didn't come for those that are healthy. I came for sick people. Yeah. So whether you were Daga smoker, whether you're fornicator, whether you were drug, drunkard, come to church. At least for that few hours, yeah. The chewing will stop. And the devil is hungry. <laughs> and the more you are inside here, 
the less you can be chewed. The less you can be chewed. The less he can eat you. It is the lack of coming together that the animals have no protection. If you watch animals a lot on TV, you see that they come together. Now if you watch a lot of National Geographic, you see that the, the wild beasts run together. Right? A buffalo is big. It's very hard to bring down a buffalo. The only way to bring him down is when he is separated from his group. Because if you go close to the group, I worries of your yay. I worries of your stump. But I saw something the other day I never knew. The animals know what you don't know. The, 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 the antelope was there, antelope. And this cheetah wanted to come and the beast wanted to eat the antelope. But you know what? The monkeys, they were sitting in the tree and the antelope was running here. The monkeys were playing somewhere and one monkey was watching out in the tree for the beast. And when the, he wasn't going to eat the monkey, he was going to come for the, for the, for the spring bokeh. Yeah, but when he came closer, the monkey swam, the monkey said, and they all scuttled. The monkeys have learned that there is safety in the assembly. A monkey. And you see there's birds, there's a, those birds pecking there, the, 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 the gazelle is there, the zebra, they're all together because they know it's safer in the assembly. I can't see why you want to stay away from the assembly. The assembling is a basic part of Christianity. There are other basics like prayer, Bible reading, and honoring your father, but fellowshipping. These are the basics you must never violate. Don't violate the basic principle of coming together, no matter what is going on in your life. Psalm 84, 7, my last one. I'm really, really, really closing my last. I had nine closes. It's my ninth one. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. When you take the turn here by the white wall, what do you see there is on the wall? I wrote it for you. What is this place called? Zion. This is Zion. So if you come to Zion, you go from strength to strength. You are stronger today than you were yesterday. Every one of them. Because you appeareth before God. The chewing of the, of the enemy has stopped in your life, my sister. He can't chew you anymore. You are here. And Satan is against the assembly. Because it prevents you from being isolated. You are protected by the presence of others. It's a natural protection that comes from the assembly. Wow. Say thank you, Pastor.
for teaching me seven points. The first point is that the devil hates the assembly. Why? Where's your notes? You don't you see now, you don't know because you didn't take notes. You're gonna watch the video again, isn't it? I see, I understand, I understand. I can't hear. The presence of God is with them. It causes the presence of the God to be with the people. The presence, the assembly brings the presence of God. He wants to come to us, but we, we must first come together. As we gather, may your spirit dwell amongst us. Wow. Beautiful, isn't it? And then number two, Sandy, why are we gathering? Why does the devil hate the assembly? Number two. Pastor Dennis. The deception of the devil is exposed. The deception of the devil is exposed because there's other people that was already beaten by the devil and they will tell you, this is the devil's treatment. Is it true? Do you have a third point? The devil is silent. Say it over. The voice of the devil is silent. The voice of the devil you can't hear because you're hearing the voice of God. Beautiful, isn't it? Now, Sandy, you skip point two and three. You have point four at least. You have half the diet for the week. What is point four? The tricks of the devil is exposed. Tricks. The one Bible calls it the wiles of the enemy. Wiles. He's got a few tricks, but you expose his tricks. Yesterday in the teaching, I showed them one of the main tricks of Satan. But I can't, because you didn't come. You won't know what I'm talking about. One of them. How we came to Eve. You must come this afternoon at 4 o'clock, then we will hear. What's number five? The devil is rebuked directly in the assembly. The devil is rebuked directly in the assembly. Assembly is rebuked. As I'm preaching, as I'm teaching, sometimes even as I'm preaching, the demons in you, they can't sit still. Yes. Number five. Or number, or number, four, number six, isn't it? The works of the devil... Is destroyed in the assembly. The works of the devil is destroyed. Is it right? His works. His works. And then what was the seventh one? Yes, no meat to eat. Jesus said, for this purpose, the Bible says, for this purpose was the Son of Man manifest. To destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. To destroy the works of the devil. Are you going to assemble every week? Yeah. The works of the devil are destroyed. That's correct. 1 John 3 verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil. But for this purpose was the Son of God manifest. To destroy the works of the devil. As we gather, may your spirit dwell within us. And as we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship, we'll Blessed because we came in.
know there is more to it. I just don't have time, so I'm not teaching you. But I want to tell you that there is healing from all sickness in the assembly. Hallelujah. Yes. And all those that would have been lost can be saved in the assembly. And then the satanic starvation of the sheep will end. The devil will starve you to death. But I want to just invite those that would have been lost if they never came to this gathering today. That's why Mauritia, you will notice that to talk to a person one-on-one -on -one in the street is more difficult. But when the person comes to an outreach of Jayo, he stands in the crowd and you see uh, Pastor Chris preach a message and call, then he will go and he wonders, why is he going with the others? You see, there's that power in the assembly because we gathered. And the preaching of the word went out and you see the person decides, I want to give my heart to Jesus. It's the power of the assembly. Salvation would a person will be saved that otherwise would have been lost. So by your age in prayer. And if you're someone today that came to church and you were invited here or you just came by yourself and you realize that you've been out of the assembly but you want to be part of hearing the word of God more the first thing you must do is give your life to Jesus Christ. Come be His child. Live under His shadow. And He will defeat the devil in your life. Maybe the devil has been destroying your life with many of his deception and his tricks and his evil. But today you want to come to Christ and say you want to bring an end to all this. You want to serve the Lord. If there's someone like that, you came this morning, you want to give your life, you want to commit your life to Christ, I want to pray with you. Please just put up your right hand so I can see who you are and I won't embarrass you. I will pray for you. I see hands there at the back. Can you come forward to the blue carpet? Don't be ashamed. I want to pray with you here in the blue carpet so Jesus can change your life forever. Your, your life will never be the same again. You will become part of the assembly. Come, come. You'll be blessed because you came. Oh Lord, precious Lord, you will be blessed because you came. Sing it as we gather. coming. Beautiful. Let's continue singing. As we gather may your spirit dwell within us. As we gather may we glorify your name. Knowing well that as our hearts 
We will be blessed because we came. We'll be blessed because we came. Thank you. Beautiful. Look at me. Say this prayer after me. I'll say the prayer. You repeat after me. Mean it with all your heart. Because the Bible says all you have to do is to call on the name of the Lord and you will be saved. I'm going to help you to call on the name of the Lord. It's so beautiful. The devil has been messing your life around for many years. But from today, things are going to change. Pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today, I come to you today, just as I am. Just as I am. Oh Lord, I'm sorry for my mistakes. Oh Lord, I am sorry for my mistakes. For all my sins. For all my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me. With your precious blood. With your precious blood. I believe. I believe. That you died for me. That you died for me. And that you rose again. And that you rose again. On the third day. On the third day. And today, and today, I make you my Lord. I make you my Lord. My Savior. My Savior. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to gather. I want to gather. Where your children gather. Where your children gather. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. I want to be part. I want to be part of the assembly. Of the assembly. Where the devil's voice. Where the devil's voice is drowned out. Is drowned out. Where the devil's works. Where the devil's works are destroyed. Are destroyed. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. For this salvation. For this salvation. I turn my back. I turn my back. On my old life. On my old life. I turn my back on Satan. I turn my back on From Satan. today. From today. I follow Jesus. I follow Jesus. Let's clap for the Lord, everybody. And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now let's listen to Pastor Chris.